In January 1692, nine-year-old Elizabeth Paris and 11-year-old Abigail Williams began having fits, including violent contortions and uncontrollable outbursts of screaming. After local doctor William Griggs diagnosed bewitchment, other young girls in the community began to mysteriously exhibit similar symptoms. But let's start from the beginning. This is Casual History. Here we are again, Jeffrey. Once again, another one. Another one. As they would say. And, uh, <laughs> is that what they say? <laughs> I think that's what the young kids say. Okay. Are you not a young kid anymore, Jake? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm way past that. Sorry. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm starting to realize I'm having moments where it's very obvious that I'm not. <laughs> I have realized we haven't divulged much about... Who we are yeah. as people. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Should I just be diving into the subject right now? Uh, sure. So what do we, so from that, I'm gathering bewitchment. So we're going to be talking about witches. Hell yeah. We're going to be talking about witches. Okay. We're going to be talking about the most famous trials of witches of all time. Oh, okay. I see. I know where we're going. Then. <laughs> the Salem witch trials. Oh yeah. Okay. That's, that's this week for me. So how was the search for that? It was honestly, uh, the research on it was interesting because it's, it can get really confusing. There were a lot of people involved. A lot of like side subplot things happening. Um, what was the time period for this? It was uh, in 1692. Okay. When all this stuff happened. So fairly recent. <laughs> fairly recent? Yeah. I mean, considering. 1600s? That's fairly recent. Uh, I mean. To, for have witches. Maybe, comparatively. <laughs> so 1700, that's one, 200 years away from the 1900s and then here. It's basically here. <laughs> That's math. <laughs> That's math for you. <laughs> Thank you, Jeffrey, for breaking that down. <laughs> well, I just wanted to clarify why in my brain it goes, oh, yeah, that's pretty pretty recent. Yeah. It's the same for me with, like, when I think of the 80s. I'm like, yeah. that's close, and it's not. It's really not that close. 40 years. Yeah. I know, man. A long time ago. All right. Is that how old you are, Jake? Is that what you're trying <laughs> no. to say? No, I'm trying to get the subject. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so bring give it to me. That's right. Okay, well, I'm going to start from the beginning, Jeffrey. Please do. I got to break it down for you. I got to break it down for all the listeners. Um, Salem was settled in 1626 by Puritans, a group of English uh, Protestants. Okay. Do you know what Puritans are? Nope. Exactly. So that's why I have a definition for you right here. Uh, the Puritans are members of a religious reform movement known as Puritanism. <laughs> Puritanism. Okay. That was a hard word to say. I get it. That arose within the Church of England in the late 16th century. They believed the Church of England was too similar to the Roman Catholic Church and should be should eliminate ceremonies and practices not rooted in the Bible directly. Hmm. Um the Puritans believed that God had formed a unique covenant or agreement with them. They believed that God expected them to live according to the scriptures to reform the Anglican Church and to set a good example. That would cause those who had remained in England to change their sinful ways. Hmm. Basically, right. let's... <laughs> we're special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. we're going to go under way harsher rules that only the Bible says because God favor, favors us, basically. Yeah, strict. Yeah, okay. so that, that was the next line. Life was very strict and isolated for the people of Salem. Uh, battles with their Native American neighbors and a group of French settlers were commonplace. So where... Uh, Massachusetts. Are, okay, that's what I was <laughs> Modern day, I believe, uh, I think it's, I'm going to say it's Denver, Massachusetts. Okay. I think. I'll um, believe you. I that is know. modern day. Yeah. But yes, Massachusetts. Okay. Um, battles with their Native American neighbors and French settlers were commonplace. People feared starvation, disease, and relations between villagers were strained. So, so basically, that sets a picture. The usual for towns <laughs> yeah it was not a, it was not a very period. happy place this uh salem but it sounds pretty run-of-the-mill right you fear starvation uh, battles with the local natives <laughs> and uh yeah there's just probably a small portion of them that's right kind of back to our first episode of roanoke you know right exactly just it's, a group of people <laughs> doing the thing doing their own thing yeah came over to uh, america to change and like have their own community right um but to make matters worse 
1692 brought one of the coldest winters on record. Mm. So it was a particularly harsh time for them. I really, I, I like winter, but <laughs> if you, if I had to choose, I don't think I would live in winter all the time. Do you know that? Sorry. Who that, chooses <laughs> to live in winter all the time? People in Colorado? No. Um, <laughs> I don't people think so. In... I don't think so, Jeremy. <laughs> Hey, Canada true. is pretty much winter all the time. Um, so, it, certain places, Jake. It depends on what your definition of winter is. So, that's a choice. That's a choice. <laughs> all I'm saying is if it's a choice... In Massachusetts? Wanna, to have a, a bad winter? I don't think that's a choice there. <laughs> but I just was very clearly trying to say, hey, I don't know if I would live in a cold Somewhere place. Somewhere super cold. Doesn't matter. Go ahead. <laughs> that's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. So... <laughs> Puritans also believed that the devil uh, wrecked havoc on the world through agents or human agents or witches who blighted nature, conjured fiendish apparitions, and tormented children. Doesn't that sound amazing? Wow. <laughs> right? This is, this is a great belief system. It's a bad babysitter. It's a very bad babysitter. Uh, so where did this start? All yeah, this... where did this whole the, witch... the belief, yes. Uh, the belief in the supernatural and specifically in the devil's practices of giving certain humans witches in quotations uh the power to harm others in return for their loyalty had emerged in europe as early as the 14th century and was widespread in colonial new england hmm. um in addition the harsh realities of life in the rural the rural uh puritan community of salem village at the time in- included the after effects of the british war with france mm-hmm. and the american colonies in 1689 uh a recent smallpox ep- epidemic Fears of attacks from neighboring American, uh, Native American tribes, as long as, and with longstanding rivalries, um, hmm. so a whole bunch of things. Amid these simmering tensions, the Salem witch trials would be fueled by resident suspicions and resentments toward their neighbors, as well as a fear of outsiders. Hmm. Sounds oddly familiar of a time I, I know of. I would not doubt if people started spouting off witches. Like nowadays, currently, yeah. I think that's I think it's crazy. But this, well, yeah, but <laughs> I don't. Da- hey, actually, it, I don't want to dismiss the possibility because you never know of witches. Yeah, really. Oh, you're right. I mean, like you, you should keep an open mind. I mean, I'm who knows who's open. listening. I'm pretty open, man. <laughs> who knows who's listening? Someone might believe in that. Personally, I don't like to inject my opinions, but uh. You know. But you're injecting it. <laughs> I'm injecting it right now. <laughs> yeah. So basically, they've they've been through some shit. Yes. Smallpox. And local... this town is a powder keg of tension and bad happenings and bad circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, this is just kind of gives you a little hint on to what's about to happen and why and how it kind of happens and, and it unfolds the way it does. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so, okay, so in late February, after the girl started having fits and spasms... Is this the initial girl you these mentioned are, at the top? Yes. Okay. So this is uh, nine-year-old Elizabeth Paris and 11-year-old Abigail Williams. What I would assume she was really having was uh, epilepsy or... Um, not epilepsy, sorry. Uh, Conditions or something yeah. happening to them, right? Yeah, well, uh, what am I thinking of when someone goes into shock and is like... Uh, Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Someone, I'm going to look this up, continue on, but I'm going to look up the word. Yes. Why uh, can't I think of this word? There, there are probably reasons, which I'll get into uh, later in my research, that have like, they have theories. Yeah, not a stroke, but... Um, Going into shock? Not shock, but not epilepsy, but uh, there's a word there. Okay, I'll find it. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so in late February, the girls started having... All this stuff happened to them. Uh, the symptoms spread to 12 others in the colony as well. Um, soon arrest warrants were issued for the Paris's Caribbean slave, Tichiba, along with two other women, the homeless beggar, Sarah Good, and the poor elderly woman, Sarah Osborne, whom the girls accused of bewitching them. All of them were considered outsiders in some way. Huh. Yeah, so these, so it spread to the community, which was really interesting to me. It spread to the community. How did it spread? What do you mean? So like the People symptoms, don't know. the symptoms of what these girls yes. were. Apparently, these girls were uh, couldn't sleep, would like writhe in pain, feel like uh, pins and needles were poking them. Sounds like a disease. Uh, would throw, 
you know, like trash things. Like basically, like they kind of felt like they lost control of their ability, like to move. It could have tantrums, as in just like emotional, like bipolar. Yes, like, like switching well, just, on a dime. Yeah, just like out of nowhere, both huh. of these girls would. And then apparently, it's how old spread were they? Nine, nine, and eleven. Okay, so a teenager, <laughs> not teenager. I know, but you, that. know you know what I mean. Yeah, the fits of a, t- a teenager. No, but that sounds like a disease. Yeah, right. I mean, like if if it's spreading, hypothetically, not witches. But no one you know. really knows. Yeah, but also, um, there are things that are mysterious about it because of the timing. Mm-hmm. It would often, um, I wouldn't say happen on cue, but happen at very convenient times when people wanted to see what was going on with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it has mysterious circumstances kind of sprinkled in. No one really knows. Um, there's a lots of theories of why this kind of started in the beginning. But it started with these two girls. Yes, it started with these two girls in the same family. And so when people would be asking questions about this family, saying, hey, what's going on with them? Or and they would they... come see them. Yeah, a doctor actually came in to these girls Yeah, after they started having these fists that wouldn't go away. The mm-hmm. parents called in a doctor. And just to note, I, a little fact I learned, um, the doctor in this town most likely... Uh, could read but could not write. So if that tells you what kind of doctor we're talking about at this time. <laughs> just a little bit of a homebody. <laughs> just just someone who isn't, probably would The most intellectual be, person. Not qualified. Most observant or the most qual- yeah, qualified. But basically, uh, doctors back at that time, um, when they could not explain the symptoms or understand what was happening, they would just kind of like chalk it up to, you know, superstitious, like, things magic happening bad things happening like the spirits bad juju right yeah. and so he actually told the family it was bewitchment so starting off the chain of events of they're being possessed by a witch you'd sound pretty knowledgeable you know if you were if i was a doctor I just came in i didn't really quite know what was happening and i'm supposed to know what's answer. happening and i'm like hey ah, it's bewitchment <laughs> yeah just feel yeah. pretty confident in myself. It's true. But uh <laughs> yes, but that that was the most interesting thing about it is it's spreading. Mm-hmm. So other people in the community started like up to twelve people uh initially. Mm. It started spreading to where they were having these fits and outbursts and pain and feeling like they were being like tortured. Huh. Yes. And so uh yeah, so they had talked to them and tried to see like who's hurting you, who's hurting you. And they named off three names, and there was the three, these three ladies. Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. So <laughs> these 12 people called out who did this to them? Yes. That's why there were arrest warrants out for um, Tichuba. Was it like a coup? Sarah Osborne <laughs> and Sarah Good. And these, okay, continue. Sorry. They named these three ladies. Yeah. And there were arrest warrants out for them, so they were brought in. Um, so Sarah Good was a pregnant mother of a young daughter. Um, Sarah Osborne, who had long been absent from the church and was suing one of the families of her accusers. Interesting side note. Okay. <laughs> um, and Tichuba, an enslaved woman in Betty Paris's home known only by her first name. So you can take context out of that as you can. Right. And, but the first lady who's pregnant, is she any, any beef? Um, well, they were all three considered outsiders. Um, what I learned was Sarah Good was considered morally loose and their strict oh. Puritan standards. <laughs> Having okay. a kid, Got probably it. situational. Out of, out of wedlock, I'm assuming. I don't know out of wedlock. I can't say that for sure. But she, I think she was known around town as being unsavory character. Wow. Right. Okay. Uh, so historians, historians also believe that the fact that Tichuba was dark-skinned led yeah. to this accusation. And that one of the accusers had a near-death experience with the natives when she was young. Uh, she witnessed an attack happen on her household, and a lot of people were killed in her family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it could have associated how she looked with her past trauma, leading to her naming somebody, obviously, yes, you know. <laughs> someone who didn't do anything. Yeah, and also someone of color. And it just... Leads to a whole bunch of bad things. All right, so these three accused witches were brought before the magistrates, Jonathan Corwin and John Hawthorne, to be questioned. Even as their accusers appeared in the courtroom in a grand display of spasms, contortions, and screaming and writhing. So even as they were brought in, the people uh, 
being bewitched in the audience were going crazy, like screaming, like having their tantrums right there in the middle of the courtroom with these people up, you know. This sounds like a big setup. I th- These were children. Yeah, but, you know, children and the, under the influence of their mothers or parents who have beef with That's other people. That's all speculation. It is speculation, but I'm giving my speculation. <laughs> I think that on top of, you know, once a thing starts going, I almost can kind of understand the mindset of like a kid and you see like, like there's, we're four, bro- like we're four brothers. I get, we're a family. And if one of us was doing something kind of, uh, out of line or, uh, I don't know, kind of fun, but like, you know, in, in our imagination when we were younger, the others would join along, you know, we'd be like, okay, yeah, let's play the game. But would know? everybody in your community do so? No, no, I don't. Well, the community would believe the kids or the, the 12 people because well, obviously the there's more than one. 12 people it spread to. That's what I'm talking about. When there's 12 people that are all agreeing on something, if they're all young or all kind of around the same age and they're kind of like joining in on the, on the game in quotes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know? Uh, Tichuba was initially denied the ac- accusations as well as uh, Good and Osborne. So everybody was like, no, of course I'm not a witch. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> But as the prosecutor, yeah, wow, can't speak today, apparently. As the prosecutor uh, pressured more and more, Tichuba actually confessed to practicing witchcraft on the devil's orders. So she also talked of seeing a black dog, uh, a tall man in black clothing, and a yellow bird biting and sucking the blood of another witch's hand, and many more visuals. Wait, so one of these ladies accused admitted? Tichuba did. Well, yes. And so likely seeking to save herself from certain conviction by acting as an informer, she claimed there were other witches acting alongside her service of the devil against the Puritans. So this hysteria spread throughout the community. So a lot of people believe to save her skin, she was trying to give up other names. So that way she could get away scot-free. But yeah, she broke down after being pressured a lot. Like, I guess these people uh, brought in to question her were basically brought there to get confessions because you couldn't convict somebody without a full confession from them. And so they pressured her a lot mm. uh, to get an answers. Yeah. And so she gave them. She gave them what they wanted. That's what it almost could be. You know, hey, let me freak out these local, these people. People don't believe me anyway. Let me just go with it. Well, let a lot of just... people were just trying to, I think she was just trying to save her skin. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 Uh, so who were these other witches? Uh, this was a small town and a group of people. Had to people had to be people they knew and lived with, and that's what drove them to hunt them out. So that's what caused all the hysteria. Everybody started getting in an uproar, thinking that there were witches living in their community, waiting to hurt their families. Yeah. Uh, so that's when all the craziness started. <laughs> so uh, Osborne... Ended up uh, dying in prison. They imprisoned her. Mm-hmm. Uh, the good's husband turned against her in court, testifying that she was a witch or soon become one. That's a nice husband. Wow. Uh, good's four-year-old daughter was imprisoned and eventually given testimony against her mother, a four-year-old. Gave testimony against her mother being a witch. Nice. Right. Definitely the- not influenced by other people, right? Sounds par for the course um, so far. <laughs> uh now, Good uh, also gave birth in jail, so her baby died, and she was convicted and hanged shortly thereafter. Okay. Uh, Tichuba was held in custody until May, but then was released. So, out of those three, she was the only person to survive the accusations. Yeah. Um, and she, just, she was the only one to con- confess. Exactly. Exactly. Uh. As hysteria intensified, many others started making false claims, calling out people in the community to save themselves. Uh, they were told that they would not be hanged if uh, they didn't confess, but freed if they did. Hmm. So they were told that directly by prosecutors, So, which led to a lot of confessions and people pointing at other people. So leading the rabbit hole further and further along right i mean pushing the stone along if you feel like just being accused is going to get you hanged without really any evidence your best bet is just to confess anyway right and try to make something up and point the finger somewhere else that might save your skin yeah it's bizarre yeah uh 
So, in keeping with their church's teachings, they preferred that the accused confessed and asked for forgiveness and promised not to engage in more witchcraft. The court accepted all kinds of weird evidence, uh, which we're going to get into, including uh, spectral evidence. So, spectral evidence is when uh, they believe that, like, a witch can take the form of a ghost and then torment them away from their body. Hmm. So that's what they believe was happening is uh, initially they thought Tichiba and the other three girls were sending spectrals to them in the night and basically torturing them in their homes. Pretty deviant stuff. Right. Pretty, pretty terrifying stuff. And these were very, like, they were very strict religious people. Who is the enforcers? Like, did they, was it just... There were people brought in. Uh, it was uh, from London or wherever the you were saying. The I think Puritans it was from started. the town, but it was. Um, yeah, there were a couple. The yeah, I'm, I'm looking Puritans at the names again, but uh, interesting. Jonathan Corwin and John Hawthorne. They were the main. Yes, prosecutors there. They were bored. <laughs> you think they were bored? I think they sounds believed like it. it. Yeah, but it sounds like they were bored. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have a couple stories within this whole couple months. This happened all within three or four months. Okay. Okay, and I have a story of George, uh, George Burroughs. So, uh, the only minister to have an accusation of witchcraft was George Burroughs. Burroughs was arrested for charges of witchcraft on April 30th, 1692, uh, based on the accusation of some person's enemies from his former congregation who had sued him for debt see there's alternative motives there uh but at his trial which took place in may he was found guilty based on evidence that included his extraordinary feats of strength that was included in his testimony i'd be i'd lose right there yeah <laughs> you i'd lose i'd lose i'm just uh, too strong <laughs> his failure to baptize his children or attend communion, was also used as evidence as his guilt. Oh, gosh. Yes. He was also suspected of killing his wives, so I guess he was married a couple times, uh, by oh, witchcraft. Wait, 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 but the other wives died? He had a couple wives that had died, yes. Well, but this was 16, 1700. Well, that's still room for concern. <laughs> Not saying he's a witch, but hey, maybe yes. they got a murderer in there. Uh, they said, although it wasn't the case, obviously, that they died of witchcraft, We they do know that he treated their, his wives badly. Okay, so well that then, tells you what kind of human this. Do we feel was. bad for the guy? Or? I know. I don't know whether to feel bad for this man. Yeah. Um. But on his execution day, while standing on a ladder before a crowd waiting to be hanged, he gave an impassioned speech and successfully recited the Lord's Prayer, which was something generally considered to be impossible for a witch to do. So he did it in front of a crowd, perfectly and confidently. Yeah. While waiting to be hanged. And he sought the guy to get people to save him. Yeah. Um, there's actually a live account of this event um, in quotes. I mean, I won't have to read the whole thing because it's a big, long story. Yeah. But basically, he gave a speech uh, clearing his innocence. Um, innocence? His innocence. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. It's okay. Innocence. I know. Well, this whole account is very an old-timey speech as well. Old-timey, yeah. So I'm trying to <laughs> I gotcha. try to decipher. But basically, he said it with such conviction that people... Um, Rallied behind yeah, him. Yeah, grew tears. Like, people cried and were like, wait, 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 wait. We may have got this man all wrong. Yeah. Uh, he may be falsely accused. I... I'll, just to stop you. Yeah. Um, there what doesn't I don't think anything I've ever read that I remember there being male witches. Oh yes, there were very few. They yeah. were rare. It sound that's kind of interesting that this is a major point. I just would have. It's funny. Um, you every, wouldn't think that every movie, everything I've ever really seen is yeah. The witches are women, right? No, yeah, exactly. And it was very rare. Um, obviously, it was eight, it was mostly women accused. Yeah. But there were a small minority of men that were accused. But again, they all had, it's, the more you look into it, the more that people had other motives. Yeah. Trying to get rid of people. Sounds, sounds about right. Yeah. And again, like, uh, with the setup of the counter peg, counter keg, powder keg. Powder keg? (laughs) I can't speak. (laughs) It's Um, okay. Yeah. Of the town and everything that's going on along with it. Yeah. It kind of led to all this. Again, it sounds like it leads to 
hysteria and then um i'm not gonna say boredom yeah fear and then you kind of just it kind of starts to snowball and you're in a situation with high emotions and boom bang bang you got a guy accused of witchcraft witchcraft (laughs) on a um a very loose charge loose charge about to be hanged (laughs) right exactly by the people um apparently mr burroughs he went into debt because i think he became a minister in the town and the people around didn't really like him enough to they decided altogether to like form a protest and not pay him therefore leading him to be in debt with somebody and of course he was like well i can't pay you if i'm not getting paid the squabbles of a sh- social life, you know? Right, and so... You're not liked, and you're, you're out. So he eventually fixed it, where he got his paycheck and paid it back, but um, the, the people that were accusing him, the family, even though they got paid back, uh, held grudges. Yeah. And so this was one of those, like, it was him. He's a bad dude. Sounds about right. Right. And so, but he gave an impassioned speech, uh, said the Lord's Prayer, and... Uh, the person who was carrying this out, Mr. Cotton Mather, the, all these names are from the town of Salem game, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> they were taken for that. That's I thought funny. it was awesome. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, there's a game online where you can play, um, it's kind of like uh, Mafia. I don't know the right t- terminology here. It's basically in, based in the town of Salem. Yes. Um, and everyone is trying to guess who the witch or who the Mafia is. Right. Um, and there's a little online game that we've played before together. So carry on that was just a side note to (laughs) mention why he was uh, talking about so even though he gave that speech uh he was still hanged oh i thought this was about to be a turnaround i know i know and mr cotton mather who was also uh wrapped in with the people who didn't forgive him for the debt Mm -hmm. uh gave a speech to the people later after saying uh he was a bad man um don't worry we got it right sometimes the devil uses people to look like people of the light and stuff like that. So basically, um, muddy the water, and then anybody can be hanged. Right. And so Mr. Cotton Mather was also so convincing that three people were hung after him that day. So three more people who are accused of witchcraft died. Well, um, I all, don't feel like just a... No, yeah. I don't feel like there's enough... How many people live in this town? Like, how can you spare... How can you spare this many people? <laughs> if this is like, and even 10 people, 20 people that are accused of this, how are you able to spare these people in such a small town? Like you're relying on each other. Like you said, with all this yeah. stuff going on at this time, it's kind of funny that we're like, oh, let's eat each other instead of, you know. I know. Well, I yeah, the harsh circumstances, uh, there's probably lots of factors in that. But all I know is you know? by the end of these three months, 20 people will have died. Okay. So 20 people. Yeah. Yes. In so, total. Yeah. So that being six were men, the rest were all women. Yeah. Um, I also have another story, which is interesting. Okay. Do you uh, want to get, get into a break, and then we'll come back to that yeah, next Yeah, let's story? do it. All right. Thank you for listening to that break. If you listen to that ad, you're helping support this podcast. That's right. Um, another way to help support this podcast is to give us a like on Facebook or check us out on Instagram or Twitter. Well, yeah, or give us suggestions on Twitter. Or we'll rating and review. Hear. Yeah, always want to know what you guys are wanting to learn about. But today, um, we are, just to recap, we're talking about the Salem Witch Trials um, right. and a few of the major stories and how it kind of got started. And Jacob is bringing, bringing us back up to speed. We talked about a recent story about one of the few male witches. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another story of another one. Yeah. All right. And we're going to go ahead and jump into the next one. Let's go. All right, well, this next story uh, is about Giles Corey, another name from the video game that they, all, they took. Mm-hmm. Um, so Martha Corey was arrested for witchcraft on March 19, 1692. Yes, I said Martha. So Corey was swept up by all the trials that was going on in the town, and he initially believed the accusations against his wife until he himself was arrested based on the same charge in April, April 18th, along with Mary Warren Abigail Hobbs, and Bridget Bishop. Um, he later went to trial, trial a month later, and someone accused him of being a wizard. A wizard? A wizard, which, <laughs> yeah, interchangeable. Okay, well, I would have much preferred being called a wizard. <laughs> I'd have been like, yeah, that's me, Me man. too. I'm Merlin, man. Uh, so according to the law at the time, 
a person who refused to plead uh, could not be tried. So to avoid cheat, people cheating justice, the legal remedy for refusing to plead was uh, a name I can't pronounce. There's a saying for it. Yeah. But uh, in this process, prisoners were stripped naked and heavy boards were laid on top of their bodies. Then rocks or boulders were laid on a plank, on the plank of wood. And this was the process of being pressed. You mean... So they punished people for not pleading. Uh, so if you, but if you couldn't plead, they couldn't, like, charge you guilty or innocent. Right. Uh, so in order to, like, keep people from just doing that all the time to get rid, like, get rid of all charges, they decided to punish it this way in a very brutal and not... <laughs> it's a weird picture It's a very weird mind. way, right? Planks of wood and then put some boulders on top and... You press, dude? You, you, you would literally... <laughs> are you pressed, bro? You press, You be bro? pressing? Um, <laughs> wow. But yeah, so it was very sounds, medieval. Sounds like that would hurt. Yeah, exactly. Well, the whole point was to make them in enough pain to plead guilty or not guilty. It just forced you into everything, Well, man. you have to say if you did it or you didn't, right? I mean... Do you? In the <laughs> land of the free? <laughs> this is a Puritan society. Yeah. They have rules. Yeah. Man, who who chose to join this society? This is a pretty um, screwed up, twisted. It really system is. they have here. It really was. Um, but uh, yeah, so so he did that. He decided to take a stand, and this was his way good of for him. silent protest, right? Like <laughs> protest. this was it. This was his silent protest. Uh, so by him not saying that, he couldn't be charged. And he thought, I guess he thought, like uh, I can, I can handle this. Yeah, I can handle being pressed. Yeah, exactly. He was like, did he Dude. die being pressed? <laughs> uh, as a result of his refusal to plead on September 17th, Corey was subjected to the procedure by Sheriff George Corwin. Uh, he was steadfast in his refusal, and nor did he cry out in pain as the rocks were placed on the boards. What a man. That's right. After two days, Corey was asked three times to enter a plea. Wait, he, he was there for two days? Y- yeah, dude. What do you think this was? I thought maybe... And, and an hour. This I was don't know. until you gave a plea. So how? So he? How? When does he get to get out of there? That's where I'm going. Two days, man. What a guy. Yeah, two what days. What a guy. So that gets me excited. Two what days a guy. with rocks and boulders on this man, and not a cry, nothing in pain. Uh, he he said he was asked three times to enter a plea, but each time he replied with more weight. Those were the only words he said. <laughs> That's right. Wow. And the sheriff complied. What is this man's name? Uh, Giles Corey. Okay. I'm going to remember that name. <laughs> like, that's going in my register. I'm not just going to pass through that name. That name is sticking. Yeah. More weight. That's right. That's all he said. Two words. And the sheriff complied. Do we know if this guy was a big man? Like, was he a 6'2 monster? Was I need to look this up average on Wikipedia. Uh, I'm sure they do have some sort of stats, I would think. Well, if we're going back to the superhuman strength, He's definitely definitely proving he's a wizard. Yeah, he's definitely proving that he's a wizard right now. Yeah, uh, he's definitely not not proving that he's you know wow. a witch. Um, so <laughs> occasionally, Corwin would even uh, stand on the stones himself. So the judge himself would stand on top of the stones and the board. <sighs> um, uh, Robert what an Caliph, asshole. who was a witness along with other townsfolk, later said. In the pressing, Giles Corey's tongue was pressed out of his mouth. The sheriff, with his cane, forced it back in again. So it was so much weight on him. Uh, there are several accounts of Corey's last words. So he died here. He did. Uh, the most commonly one told and repeated was the request for more weight. Uh, and it was shown and dramatized in The Crucible, which I'm guessing is a movie. Um, it may have also been more rocks. Another telling note says, tells it as it is. It, they believe his last words were, damn you, I curse you and Salem, were being his last words. He went out and, uh, he went out. The blaze of glory. Yeah. Well, not, But yeah. he never gave a claim. So he never went out guilty or innocent. So he died with his pride either way. That's right. Um, he decided to take a stand, apparently. Did this change anything? <laughs> Did he make a, a wave at all? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> wow. That saddens me. For himself, me. maybe? That saddens um, me. I know. Uh, 
Yeah. So also just a little side note to all these trials. Um, complicating matters further, many of the jurors in the trials were relatives of the accusers, compromising their objectivity. Hmm. So, like, again, very small town. Yeah, that's what um, it The same like. people accusing them, family members were on the trial to tell them whether they were guilty or innocent. I mean, this was a mess from top to bottom. Yeah. This was crazy hysteria. It seems like an outlet to get everybody's frustrations or grudges or, like you said, small town feuds or big town feuds out on each other. Yeah, for sure. And uh, this is the way to do it. How do I get back to this person who owes me money who doesn't love me i'm sure there's a list of things that happened to this woman who wouldn't whatever go out with like all these things i'm sure were lists of reasons for this lady's a witch this guy those were all very heavily in my mind reading these were like i'm just imagining all the made-up reasons that they don't say in this research of like some dude who was just like this this lady did not like take my marriage proposal seriously so She's definitely a witch. She yeah. would love me if she wasn't. And yeah. so, like, <laughs> she's that's just with how. The devil. Yeah, she's definitely with the devil because she doesn't want to marry me. Yeah, um, I definitely thought those things. Women when I was went researching. through it, man. Dude, women, women have are still going through it. No, still went through it. But I'm just like at this time, like, like yeah, you man. said, it's brutal. Anything all under around. the ro- and under the sun, if they come up with a reason to be like, this lady's a witch. Yeah, like once you popularize that idea. There's no line for irrational thought for for getting a woman persecuted. Right. But <laughs> like, the craziest no thing is line. this all started with children. This all started with kids. Like 11-year-old and a 9-year-old started this entire rock rolling down the hill. Fantasies, maybe? I don't know. You know, like imagination, overactive imagination, or an actual disease that caused, this is the word I was looking for earlier, seizures. Yeah. You know, and maybe there's some disease that was spread around, and then these these kids, like you said, between trauma, between hearing their parents talk about certain people, how, you know, like imagine in a household, your parents are talking shit on a lady or a guy, and you're like a nine-year-old kid. You kind of have your own little imaginations. And then maybe she comes down sick and she's like, it's this lady's fault, you know? And oh, yeah. then it spreads and it's like a, a, a thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, the theory is very easily explainable if you think of it as um, even if, okay, say the Caesars were real, right? Um, and the parents were scared to death because that's your kid, right? Going crazy in the middle of the night for no reason, randomly hurting themselves, right? Uh, so you're asking them, like, what's wrong? Who's doing this to you? Like, are you okay, right? And that, like, that pressure to give up somebody, you think of the first person that comes to your head. Or that might make your parents satisfied. Right, for an answer. Or hallucinations. You know, maybe you're in, like, Mm -hmm. a sickness, and you actually, like, the townsfolk around you, or, you know, you're hearing names, you're part of a community, and something shows up in your kind of hallucination dream, and you're nine years old, and you're like, this person. Well, it's easy to speculate because all three of the initial people were outsiders. Yeah. Like, which is... The scary people to these... Yeah, the people who are not in the inner circles, people that I don't really know, the people that are on the outside of this society. The unknown. Well, yeah, right? Marginalize, separate, and then persecute. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's a scary world, but it seems like all the... Dots connect for it being like, yeah, it's human. It, sure. sound, it sounds like a, a snowball that went rolling down a hill. It went terribly wrong. wrong, yes. But this the ph- phenomenon like spread, like witches, like was a th- like in all folklore and uh, a part of human sure. nature for like, was that the start of it? No, I, be- I believe uh, it started way before this, the idea of witches. Yeah. Um, and the idea that this could be a reality. But the fact that anybody was put on trial or it was put to an, an illegal system. Yeah. This was the first instance of that officially happening. Do you know what I think of? What? Um, I think of Monty Python and the Holy Grail, <laughs> where this crowd of people <laughs> a take witch. a young woman and they put her oh in God, yes. and they weigh her against a goose. And well, because what was the scientific <laughs> reasoning? If she weighs... Because witches don't float. And what floats a duck, so if she weighs more than a duck... The same amount as a duck. 
Right. If she weighs the same as then a duck, she's a witch. Then she's a witch. And so they put her in the the cage <laughs> and that's wait science, her. bitches. <laughs> that's science. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> yeah, which is of course parodying uh parody uh, how parody. easy it is yes. to make up a reason. Exactly. And um, and how just people back then like science didn't have a lot of it. Didn't have a lot of yeah. real science happening for them to break down that that wasn't a thing. Yeah. Um sounds like a bunch of people bored. But that's right. So uh but those who dared to like speak out such as Judge Nathaniel uh, Saltonstall, came under suspicion. So if anybody spoke out against these trials, this guy's this, this guy guy's has evil. to be a witch too. He's with them. You know what I mean? Like, who, there's who no other explanation. Pro- who'd be protecting a witch? Who is he protecting? Yeah, exactly. So by the spring of 1963, uh, over a hundred people had been imprisoned, and uh, 14 women and six men had been executed. By this time, the accusations were starting to spread beyond Salem into neighboring communities, and even the most powerful figures were targets. Okay. So they had 100 people in these jails, and there's also, um, there's also with someone in the town, uh, they were charging people for food and like living conditions while they were jailed, so someone was profit- profiting off, off yeah, of that. Yeah, dude, this just sounds like a horrible uh-huh. just... System that gets out of control, and, and I, I wish I could remember the name. I wish I could remember the name, but someone around town too uh, sees these people's properties who were accused. It would take things, yeah, and They're sell them here. off. This yeah. is mine. He's a witch, right? Yeah, and so all this was happening at the same time, and these conditions were terrible. It's a layered cake of yeah. just bad behavior, right? And I believe these jail cells they said were not meant to hold. Witches. You know. <laughs> witches. Or if yeah, if you're a real what witch, get their, out of a stone <laughs> room. What was their thinking there? Uh, that, was there any thinking? Lock them there? away. Yeah, but was there any thinking on, oh, if these guys are witches, they have power, they're gonna come after me or they're gonna be able to get out easily. And if they didn't, hmm, I'm sure, but not what do you do? Nothing? Now that you don't do nothing, I just wonder what the, the mindset was. Yeah, I mean, I'm Obviously, sure it was not, just fear. It was not. out of fear. The thing that they could do was arrest them and throw them in a dark jail cell where they couldn't hurt anybody. You know what I mean? Like, that was that was their mindset. But they can astral project. Exactly. They can send out a spirit. So right. What does it mean? And haunt people, apparently, yeah. and cause them pain. So I, I don't know what they thought. But they were, they were, like, anybody accused was thrown in jail. And these jail cells were not meant to hold, uh, I thought it was, like, they really weren't meant to hold people in general, but I think like a maximum of like six people. There were hundred. There was a hundred people in these jails that mm. were just accused. Anybody who had a slight reason arrested. I wonder with a lot. I want to be in that jail cell. Jail cell just to hear the conversations between these people. Oh God, I'm the a- people who's been accused. Like if there, there's a group of you, it's not just like oh one or two of you now. It's like oh there's like a hundred people in here. I'll go on. We didn't. Yeah. I don't, I don't, are you a witch? <laughs> I'm not a witch. Yeah. Like, was there talk amongst them? Like, do they believe maybe they were just got caught up and there's some real underlying witches there? I, I don't know. Speaking but, of witches, well, never mind. There's a horror movie I'm thinking of that what do you think? freaked me out for the a Blair long Witch time. Project. Yeah. Well, that. <laughs> That's pretty freaky, but there's another, that was a pretty underwhelming movie. There was movie, a movie on Netflix that um, is based in the same timepiece that okay. you're talking about, and it's about this family, and um, one of the younger sisters is believed to be a witch, and they're on like this kind of oh, land, um, and it's to be honest with you, it freaked me the hell out. Yeah, um, it's so, on Netflix. I, I saw the trailer for that. I just didn't see the movie. Yeah, I watched it. Oh God, <laughs> I don't know why. It was a while ago. But, um, so I get the fear. Yeah. The fear even, aspect. Even though that's just a movie, like really dramatized version of it. But if you're spreading this type of fear, man, I, I mean, these I, people could do anything. I can't talk. Like if you were in that situation, Jake, like right. right now, if you didn't have knowledge of a witch and suddenly all these weird happening things start happening and someone's like, no, someone is speaking to the devil. They can have power. They can cause you in pain and you're like also living right next to you yeah like you have all these list of reasons 
Yeah. Your first um, instinct is to go, ah, well, yeah, let's get the witch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's to save the town. Let's Time save to the save town. my family. Yeah. Right, exactly. And the fact that uh, the Tichiba, the first lady, um, talked about people, other witches in town who were there to destroy them. I like her because it almost <laughs> sounds like she knew her her lot or her marbles were already decided where mm-hmm. they were going. And she was like, you know what? Screw this town. I'm going to give him a story. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> that's that's what suck. I would like to believe. It sounds like when you gave a description of what she started claiming, it was like, oh, okay. So then she just started claiming all the worst nightmares of these people. She's like, you know what? Fine. Yeah. I saw everything. Yeah. <laughs> I saw witches around you. You're all going down. There's spirits everywhere. Good luck, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. But she was the only one to survive. She was, Which makes me kind of like her a little bit. Like, that kind of adds to her legend. Yeah, it definitely does. But she was locked up, too, and wasn't released uh, until months later. So she was in that jail cell with those people Yeah, for months. Mm. Um, but she survived. So how, does this conclude anywhere? Does yes. this... Uh, so um, this, is, this is how it kind of came to an end. Uh, by the spring of 1963, over 100 people were imprisoned. Um, so when Nathaniel Saltonstall, uh, the judge came under suspicion, his own wife was accused later of being a witch. Uh, the governor of Massachusetts colony suspended the trials after that, uh, sentences were amended, prisoners were released and arrests were stopped because his wife was accused. And he was like, wait, I know maybe this is not real. Maybe this is kind of fake. Yeah, Fake which is news. ridiculous because twenty people had died, and there were people dying. In, who knows how many people died in that prison? Um, but see, this kind of man, yeah. bad things are always abstract until they happen right to you or to I know. someone right in your world, and then it's like, oh, that could be related to anything. That's like, what even I'm today. About. Yeah, exactly. It's like things aren't serious until somebody you know. And then it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> or you? Yeah, you're. Yeah, everything's easy to. Um, detach yourself from until it's like ah wait a minute my wife's not a witch this yeah is probably kind of hocus pocus right <laughs> but i can't imagine like uh apparently some of the judges really believed they were doing the right thing they were purifying their entire town they were in the name of god profiteering 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 yeah that's what they were doing but like uh but yeah i'm sure there's some moral but anyway so they stopped in there <laughs> released the prisoners including tichiba uh, and, and they arrests, all ran away. And the arrests were stopped. Um, I'd get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, so <laughs> exactly. Uh, some have speculated that the girls were suffering from hallucinations caused by a fungus or a condition that caused a swelling of the brain. What did I do say? But ultimately, the reason for their behavior was unknown. The on-cue timing of some of these behaviors also causes suspicion. So uh, today, the Salem witch trials remain a cautionary tale of the dangers of groupthink and scapegoating and the power of fear to manipulate human perception. So uh, after all this happened, right, and he shut down everything, um, they kind of reformed their... Uh, Puritan society? Well, they, they reformed their justice group to no longer take spectral evidence. They didn't no longer took that as, like, legal evidence to act upon <laughs> spectral, right? Yeah. Which seemed should have been... An initial thing. Trial and error. Right. This was a big error. But everybody was seen as guilty until proved not. Like, this was such a weird thing, and there was so much. It was so hard to do research on because to piece out the amount of people, like, this is me skimming uh, the major people and the major happenings throughout these three months. But just the fact that this even happened in general. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like a microcosm chasm yep, of, like, microcosm. activity. In like a three month period, all uh, like it like ramps up, ramps up, ramps up, and it's like, oh wait, wait, this is, we this might is be bad. crazy. This is bad. <laughs> this yeah. is bad. This was real bad. We went down the wrong road. Human error. Let's try to jump back on course. Right. So, so um, I have some extras. Um, yeah. Any other good information? Let's take. Let's hear it. Yeah. So, uh, in an effort to explain by scientific means the strange affliction suffered by those bewitched in Salem. Uh, a study published in the Science Magazine of 1976 cited a fungus uh, found in rye, wheat, and other cereals, which toxicologists say causes symptoms such as delusions, vomitings, and muscle spasms. So it's very possible that 
one of their harvests, which would be a reason for it to spread mm-hmm. to other people, would they were eating this fungus on accident, not knowing, mm. and uh, it was causing them to muscle spasms, all this stuff to happen, and then uh, this started the snowball. Yeah, so that's a big theory about what was going on. Um, that on top of human nature, right? Um, that's so crazy. I also had some extra stuff on the the political, religious, and ra- racial issues under the crisis. Yeah, just a little bit more context to what was going on. Um, a lot was changing in the colonial America at the time. Uh, Salem was divided into a prosperous town, second only to Boston in a farming village. Mm. Uh, The two entities often bickered over resources, politics, and religion. Further complicating things, the villagers split into factions over whether to declare independence from the town. Uh, In 1689, the villagers won the right to establish their own church. They chose Reverend Samuel Paris, a former merchant, as their minister. His rigid ways and demands for compensation, including personal title to the village parsonage, increased the friction. Uh, many villagers vowed to drive Paris out, and they stopped contributing to his salary in October 1691. Mm. Um, it just This is, again, just like a microscope version of just so much... Distrust in your neighbors. Well, the layers that every town throughout history... I'm sure not everyone is going through all of these pressures, but there's always so many layers and social cues and social... Um, and like, there's all these reasons yeah. for, um, distrust or just things that happen in history. Right. And this is kind of a microscope of like, these were all the issues that were happening at this time for this to kind of bubble up and happen. Right. And that is happening all the time throughout history in every person's life. There's issues and problems and like layers there. Oh yeah. And so it just, the amount of stories in this world, <laughs> that this is a, like a layered cake for everyone. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Also, uh, on a side note, um, during this tense time, uh, the nine-year-old, Paris's nine-year-old daughter, Betty, and her cousin, Abigail Williams, delighted in the mesmerizing tales spun by Tichuba, a slave from Barbados. So, uh, so it, it seemed likely that the first name that they could think of. Maybe uh, Tichuba was a storyteller? Kind well, of... she was a slave only known by her first name mm-hmm. from a, a foreign place, and it was more about, I, I think it's setting it up as the kids initially who were started having the fits just wanted to name somebody they knew, mm-hmm. just name somebody right off the top of their head, and she was one of them and somehow caught, caught up and started the whole thing. Yeah. Um, she, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, so I have all that stuff. Um, well, that's information I didn't know. I didn't know about... Say, I mean, of course, I knew the overview of Salem witch trials. They hunted witches. They actually believed it was a thing. I've seen some random pieces of information um, here and there, but to know that's what started it, it kind of puts a bookend in that, or a, you know, a pin in that for me. Of like, okay, I can kind of see how that happened. And end. But the whole phenomenon of witches is something I'm still interested in, and how it's how it started. Yeah, I'm sure and it started how it's in folklore. Yeah, with like mysticism and um, for sure, yeah, things not and, being able to explain things happening in their lives, and so they they found solutions. You know, just like again, like I think sea travelers didn't know what happened out in the open sea, so they were like, "There are monsters out there." You yeah, know, there, but there the are of the but, world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm always one to go. Well, there are. Yeah, well, there. I mean, there are. There's powers. Out <laughs> there, there are dragons out in the middle of the ocean. There's powers that be. Hey, there's. <laughs> There is definitely things in the ocean. I would not bet against there being some ginormous squid that somehow actually took down even a boat some point in time, and that became you know, like a known like you know timepiece uh, figure or like story. That so, would be interesting. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like I don't know if I believe about that stuff. Uh, it would I be, believe there's gotta be. You think there was at least one incidence of like humans running into something they did not understand? I don't think everything that is written is you know like facts. Yeah, but I do believe most have things basis. come from a percentage of truth or a whole truth. Right, like a misunderstanding of something. Right, there either becomes a percentage of something off of like a, a rowboat got taken under, and then the story yeah. gets like you know dramatic like. 
passed on and it becomes this whole big thing. But something I feel like with most everything we talk about, not all of it, of course, because there's yeah, there's got to be some nuggets in there. It's just are, like uh, people believing uh, in mermaids, right? Like well, there was hey now. mistaken identity <laughs> of manatees. And like that's what people believe. Again, I'm not saying that's correct. Are you kidding me? You think no? That that's the the common theory is that like under the water that isn't super clear. Uh, you they saw, saw a manatees. Woman. No, <laughs> that, was, that was the fantasy of uh, many seamen who did not have um, a woman at sea. <laughs> yeah, do not have women for many months uh, out in the sea, and probably didn't have great food. A little delirious. <laughs> saw manatee, and there were probably well. a lot of factors. Anyways. <laughs> But that's the theory. Like I, they're all based on some sort of weird half truth. So, which, which makes me curious about mermaids now. Are you, right? I I, I, <laughs> leave, I, I leave that door open. Yeah, I'll leave that door open. Do you think? I mean, we don't have to go into that right now. But what? Let me get your initial thought here. Just of what? We have a few minutes. Uh, we your, have we have all the time in the world. Yeah, but an initial few a few thoughts here. Not to go down a sidetrack here. Why not? possibility of mermaids on a scale of one to ten <laughs> like the atypical uh, the atypical not have to be woman a woman but a yeah what kind are we talking are we talking about the species of humanoid like fish mm. named mermaids i would say a one <laughs> okay you're being practical i mean i i'm very practical on this that that's not a thing okay I'm sorry. Now, are we talking about sirens or what, like what kind of version of mermaids are we talking about? I'm talking, talking about, about people... humanoid like fish, really. Just mm-hmm. like imagine uh, a, hum- like a, a human, yeah, right? all scaly and slimy. <laughs> like a fish. Like a fish, and, but has gills, you know, kind of like a shark, but like kind of not a shark. Mm. That'd be creepy <laughs> as crap. That's all I gotta say. They're not going to be beautiful. I feel like it would be some abomination looking thing. Whereas, like, here's a shark coming at you, but it has a human face. Like, how, ner- like, nightmare fuel is that for yeah. you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Interesting. How about, I highly doubt that's going to be, like, a beautiful woman right up to the hips, yeah. then a fish. <laughs> like, <laughs> highly doubt that that's an evolutionary trait that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. There's, well, a, there's a lot of things against it. There's a lot of things in there we could get into. But I like the idea of discussing it. <laughs> I would, I would put myself at a two. Are you at a two? <laughs> now, is this a want to believe that uh, yeah. this is real? I, look, this is How a, much is in there? Listen, for me, there's a lot of wants to believe a lot of things out there. I feel like we need to start a podcast where we literally just talk, like just chat, because these are the conversations I love having. But I, I enjoy no the subject. thought of the possibility of magic, you know? Like, right. I, I, I like the sprinkle of uh, a ginormous squid. Yeah. That oh, we just yeah. don't know everything, which is, I, I believe that. I mean, I'm very, I believe that uh, there are a lot of things undiscovered and things that humans still don't understand about the world and haven't found yet. And I, I try to base most everything off of the thought, okay, I'm no expert in any field right now, but like, I... Whatever my sense of uh, common sense is, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of my baseline, okay? Sure. And I think of the collective common sense of humans as in general, okay. right? Okay? So you're following. Okay. Is so, that very high? <laughs> no, it's not that high. But to think, to think that there's a, a, a limitation to this is obvious to me. So okay. to, the edges here for all this stuff we don't know, I, I don't feel like any... I mean, yes, there's claims, there's people specialize in fields that know everything about a subject but there's always something more i don't know that there's a a a field out there that isn't completed to completion is there i is there any kind of field or scientific field or or like archaeo like historical site that is just completed to like completion no so that's what leads me to go okay just on that fact alone there are things that we don't understand but i think you just need to come out and say it jeffrey i think i think you're beating around the bush way too much I think you just want to admit that you believe Bigfoot is real and want to talk about it on the pod, which I understand. It's okay. Like, I'm not faulting you for it, but... Uh, <laughs> I would not suggest that he... <laughs> I was going to say... Like, <laughs> I would not dare to suggest uh-huh. that that actually might have been a thing at some point that maybe has died out. Okay. And the legend I, continues. I can believe that there were... Um, a humanoid-type um, ape... 
Sure. Stood upright, maybe six foot tall. Yeah. No, there's and evidence of those maybe, that happening. Yeah. Uh, oh gosh, I, wish, I could remember the name off the top of my head, but I can't But right do now. I think they all live in Oregon or they all live in Washington? <laughs> and they're like traveling they're, through wormholes to avoid humans <laughs> into other dimensions? We have Doubt a fr- it. I've heard, I, I've heard <laughs> yeah. someone say that exact yeah. line yes, to me. I know. With a dead face That's why and completely I said it. serious. And I was baffled. Yeah, he was like, dude, Bigfoot exists 100%. And we're like... What are, you, what are you talking about, man? Like, give me your evidence. Like, that's that's the way I've always presented. Like, hey, I'm open if you can give me evidence to support it. And he was like, yeah, the easiest way it avoids us is by jumping through wormholes. And so he'd literally hop into a wormhole and appear somewhere else. God, I'm such <laughs> a... Because part of me goes, well, Maybe. maybe. <laughs> I mean, we I definitely mean, wouldn't be able to know, would we? We wouldn't, man. Oh, God. We get on a, off on a sidetrack. That's okay. That's okay. okay. Um, That's funny. So we, that was kind of the the pen in the Salem Witch Trials. That's right. It kind of ended with um, the judge's wife being accused, and he was like, nah, man, this has gone too far. We need to stop everything. And they kind of restructured and- uh, Reformed. Yeah, basically like, nah, we're not going to accept- but you see that some mysterious ghost is tormenting you anymore. That's the good part of that, right? That's a good part of that situation. Huh. Something's wrong here. We're seeing this repeated times. Something isn't right. Let's reform. Tell that to the people who died, Jim. <laughs> well, okay, I'm Tell not saying. Tell that to saying, the people dead who took horrible hey, deaths. Hey, that's not a good thing. But trial and error is how we as humans have always progressed. <sighs> so a, even at a, a horrible note on a horrible situation, that is horrible. People had to die for it. The only nugget of good I'm taking out of that is the, oh, shit. Maybe witches aren't real and we shouldn't put them in a legal court of law. We, that's had, that had Arrest to be said sometime. I, I guess it I, had to be. I guess it had to be addressed eventually. <laughs> <Had to> be. <laughs> wow. Man. Okay. But yeah, it was a very, as honestly, there's some really cool places. I looked up the town. I want to visit. Um, they have the Hawthorne Hotel, I believe is the name. Uh, it's very, supposedly very haunted. Mm. Um, you can go visit the actual uh, Abigail's uh, place. The I think the original girl, one of the original girls' mm-hmm. um, home. Um, there are a walkthrough of one of the prosecutors' homes that are still up, like fully intact. Yeah, rooms still stayed the same. Uh, there's lots of like historical little monuments, like museums. Such a cool thing. You know what we should do? What we should give a link to that. When we post this post. I will. On I will. our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, which is all under what, Jake? Casual X History. Hey, 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 we said that at the same time. <laughs> we said that, that like good. we knew what we were talking about. Same. We acted like we practiced that, but we didn't. We didn't. Um, awesome. Well, thanks for bringing in the subject, Jake. You're welcome. Um, we're going to have another five-minute episode. Uh, this Wednesday. This Wednesday that I'm assuming you're going to That's right. pull out something interesting for of us course. to learn. Um, and then next week, I already know what I want to talk about. Okay. Um, and I want to give a little bit of a teaser. Yeah, go for it. The teaser is, I have discovered where Atlantis is. <laughs> uh, whether you believe him is up to you. This man believed he was a two on the mermaid scale. <laughs> we'll see what evidence he presents next week. <laughs> oh, God, you're going to make me sound like a loon. <laughs> You're not a loon. You're just open-minded, and that's good. You need to have an open mind. I think somewhat that's out of the two stuff. of us. Someone's got to be a little bit. Huh. Oh, okay. What are you saying about me? I think you're a little bit probably by the facts only. Not only, but I'm, I'm open. I think you're open, but like you said, you're one on a mermaid scale. I'm a two. It's just it's. I for said itself. one just to humor the idea that there's a slim chance i truly so don't believe they exist oh so, exactly so you're a zero then and I'm, I'm a two i am yeah i said one <laughs> as a humorous thing just like at like maybe there is well so so five would be a 50 50 six would be like ah probably <laughs> four would be like eh, not likely three would go slim chance two goes uh, uh maybe and then one goes um nah fam nah fam <laughs> uh, but i'm gonna maybe put it out for the one percent you know yeah, yeah. and then zeros yeah zero yeah, zero zero so. zero i know all right well that's been another podcast thanks for listening guys that's right um if you listened all the way to the end and uh listen to all our antics thank you and if you've listened this far tweet at us or facebook at us the word mermaid yes please. um i just want to see if you who's 
who's listening. Far. And tell us what you are on the mermaid scale. I know we've <laughs> talked about the Salem witch trials here. I really want to know where everybody's at on the mermaid scale. I would love to know. Honestly, I really would. We should put up a poll. Um, Jesus. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. If you like this uh, podcast, make sure to give us a rating and review. That's right. Um, it all goes back to supporting and promoting this podcast to a wider audience for us to do more and better content. We will see you guys Wednesday. Wednesday.